Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastmatrix.com. That's podcastmatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. All right. Hello. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday to everybody. Uh, welcome to Small Business Saturdays here on, uh, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, July 20th. Yes. Excellent. Uh, good afternoon, Cheryl. How are you? Hopefully, uh, Things are going well. Sublimation Summit coming in hot, I hope. Uh, in fact, I know. I know lots of people are signing up for that. So, Cheryl, uh, good to see you. Martha, thank you very much. So just read your article for mid-May issue of A&E Magazine. Great information. Uh, Martha, you have to remind me which one that was about. Today. I always have to turn those in like months before they actually come out. And so I never remember which is which. But uh, uh Excellent. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for checking in with us this morning. And uh, Eileen, welcome. And uh, Terry, hello. Cool. Awesome. Good stuff, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Um, I know that uh, the topic is uh, is going to be great, and I know that uh, we're going to cover some information. And uh, I've got my pen and notepad, and I'm ready to go. So uh, looking forward to uh, talking with uh, my good friend Eric Campbell here in just a moment. He has uh, been kind of immersed in that world. You, you guys uh, all know him as the embroidery guy and, and in a lot of ways. And so getting this information out of him, too, is uh, just bonus stuff for you. So uh, really cool and really excited to chat with you about it. So, oh, Martha said that article was on finding your niche. Uh, very cool. Yes, that was I am like, yeah, you guys know, if you listen to two regular guys podcast too, Terry and I are all about, about niche marketing, uh, find who are your niches. No, so anyhow, that's, <laughs> oh, Hey, my, uh, my son is checking in for my wife's phone. Hey, Lewis, how are you, buddy? Thanks for uh, checking in. Uh, they were just outside the office here, but they, uh, went to, uh, take a walk. So they must be watching as they're walking over there. <laughs> really cool. Awesome guys. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much again. Um, so you're already jumping in. Let's keep doing that. Ask lots of questions. You know, Eric's been immersed in this. Uh, we might know, not know all the answers. I know I don't know hardly any of the answers, so I'm looking forward to getting some of those answers. But just ask away. Ask everything you got. If we don't know it, we will go find it. That's the great part about Eric and I is that uh, we don't give up, right, Eric? <laughs> He's giving me the nod over there on the in the lobby. All right, well, let, let's do this. Let's get in because uh, knowing Eric and I, we will uh, make this longer than 30 minutes, but uh, I will, and I'm sure Eric's going to have so much great information. I'm just going to not let him stop. So let's, uh, let's, without further ado, let me bring him in here. I'll count down time, and there he is. Welcome in, Eric. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Oh, hey, I should, you know, unmute your microphone. That would help, too. All right, let's try that again. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Here yeah, I am. And, and I'm out. All right. Uh, you gave it away already. You gave all the good information away. You're right. You're yeah, no, it. all of that, that two seconds was pure gold. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Eric, um, yes, so I, I mentioned it briefly. People know you as the embroidery expert, the guru, yeah. digitizing, training. I mean, the whole works. Uh, 
you know, I still know very little about digit or about embroidery, but what I do know is all from you, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I'll give Andrea some yeah, credit before, yeah, that's before she gets unhappy the next that's time true. she sees that. Yeah, she she's going to throw stuff at me anyway. So, you know, <laughs> well, <that's> well. <laughs> <laughs> so but but today we're going to talk some marketing stuff and specifically yeah. Amazon, but but probably a few other things. You oh, know, sure. I, I you and I uh, have been friends for a while, and so I know a little bit of your, your backstory, um, but the listeners probably don't. You know, they, they again, know you as the embroidery guy maybe uh, heard some jokes early on from uh, the two regular guys talking about you being chained to your desk doing digitizing things like that but you did a lot more tell us tell us kind of some of the other parts of what you did in your former job and kind of what you're into now well uh truthfully i've done a lot of e-commerce kind of from the initial get-go when i got into this there was e-commerce coming up very soon in fact so far back that we're talking about uh custom building product sites with carts and the whole bit i mean when i first started every place i was nobody had a website and uh, they were late to the game okay. but then nobody had a website and i would jump on and build the websites myself as back in the bad old days of table-based websites but <laughs> as early as that i was already putting up items and doing you know order forms and, and uh, that's just since then i have always been the person who runs things and company stores um, i ran the largest company store for uh, keller williams real estate apparel Wow. for most of my career um, and it's huge i mean giant store and we did company stores for multiple especially real estate was a big one um, medicine several hospital chains are in our area wow. uh, hospital systems um, so i've done actually quite a lot of e-commerce almost i wouldn't say as much as i've done digitizing but quite a bit um so nice. the okay. kind of fulfillment and e-commerce stuff and the marketing of such and dealing with the products and pages and listings is something i've done <laughs> quite a lot actually nice so i have to i have to stop you i have to go back in a quick sure. story here uh, so you said Keller Williams, yeah. and so as most of you guys know, I, I'm in this little co-working space here, mm. and it's this building in the city called Cottleville. Well, the reason that this building works as it does and has all these little offices and stuff like this, this used to be one of the major Keller Williams hubs here. So I imagine a lot of your merch has actually been through these doors, which oh, is kind of cool. It. <laughs> I it, I Anyhow, that was my Keller Williams story, so I had to tell it real quick. But uh, uh, no, real estate, real estate's one of those things. Uh, honestly, there's been a, it's one of the areas where you can do e-commerce very well for company stores because it's got a fairly decent turnover. It's got people who are image conscious, brand conscious, yeah, and you have to dress kind of a certain way. And it's a it's a really great market for a, a decorated apparel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, decorated apparel in general is a huge yeah. marketing tool. I mean, it's it's the biggest. You know, t-shirts are one of the biggest areas in promotional products. I think it's second to pens or something yeah, like that yeah. and um you know so promotional products at real estate that's that's all about word of mouth and getting your name out there and branding and stuff like that so that's huge good stuff there all right well let's let's get into the amazon part though here eric because sure. like i said we'll figure out how to make this longer than 30 minutes i'll figure out how to make this longer than 30 minutes um, it's definitely gonna happen <laughs> so, so uh, tell me what took you down this path to, to working with amazon or as terry likes to call them skynet so. Yeah, and believe me, I'm more on the Skynet <laughs> camp than I used to be now that okay. I've had to deal with their marketing and uh, the way that Amazon works. Yeah. Um, the, the reason I got into it, people, uh, some people will know that I'm helping the folks over at Imbrilliance. Uh, yeah. uh, one of the sponsors, two other guys actually came on but partially because uh, they want me to mm -hmm. speak for them a little bit. And I'm helping yeah. them develop their product. And when I first came in, they were kind of uh, forced a little bit at first in a chance to control their brand to get onto Amazon. Because if yeah. you want to deal with your brand on Amazon, anything that you're selling, especially if you're doing a retail style item, which could be pre-decorated garments, by the way, yeah. um, you have to actually sign up and become a seller and then do branding and registration. Okay. So um, 
they got into Amazon doing that thinking, oh, it's not really going to have any sales. It's not going to be something we really work on. But if we're going to control the branding, we have to be a seller. So let's jump on and we'll just see what happens with Amazon. And I came in and it was pretty much flatlined. Like it wasn't really oh, wow. doing anything yet, but they had all the bones in place. The people who came in before me really had all the bones in place. They had done the initial work of signing up for the branding because you do actually have to get registered and prove your branding. You have to have you know UPCs and SKUs if you're doing retail style stuff. Um, and that stuff was done and the initial listings were done, but nothing was retooled. There was no uh, marketing or mm. uh, no, there was no budget assigned for that. Um, there were, there was no content um, items on Amazon. If you become a brand and register can have what they call uh, enhanced branding content, which okay. means under your initial listing, you can have a page of graphical and uh, verbal you know, graphical and text content that's formatted that you can then fully promote your brand or the item itself uh, with extra content. And honestly, it's the stuff you see from big sellers on Amazon, but you can do it too if you get registered as a brand. So none of that okay. stuff were in place. So I came down, I came here to try and just kind of wrangle it, but we've since <laughs> turned it into a kind of a massive profit center. I mean, it's more than replaced some of the stuff that was going on um, before they got into it. So it's, it's really, it's interesting how you get there. But it does mean you have to actually put a, a, in a fair amount of setup effort to get there. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's let's see if we can uh, unpack that a little bit then. Sure. And, and so, you know, what's the first thing people should know about working with them as a platform to offer your goods? You know, where, where is this, yeah. somebody that knows nothing like myself? Where do I start? Uh, I mean, certainly you want to sign up for Amazon Seller Central. That is what you physically have to do. But what I'm going to start with is actually just one cautionary word about Amazon. Okay. And that is that Amazon is entirely customer focused, almost to the exclusion of caring about their sellers. And I know that's going to get me in a little hot water. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But the truth of the matter is um, returns, people don't have to give reasons for those returns. They don't necessarily have to justify things. Amazon will deal with your packaging the way they want to. And admittedly, I'm talking about fulfilled by Amazon here. Yeah. This is where we are sending things into an Amazon distribution center and then Amazon sends them out, which has a lot of benefits, especially when you're wanting to deal with prime members and when you don't want to do your own fulfillment. There are fees to that, but it yeah. has a lot of benefits. The thing that's true, though, is that absolutely to a fault, and this includes when you're fulfilling yourself, yeah. Amazon will trust the customer first. Amazon puts the customer's uh, needs above yours by all means, and you mm -hmm. definitely will have uh, return rates you might not be used to. Um, in other formats, I would say. Okay. Um, selling direct, you just don't have nearly as much. So what you end up having to do is a lot of education on the lead end. The way you write your listings is incredibly important for Amazon to try and mitigate that return problem. Gotcha, gotcha. So clear so, information. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, like I said, be be really clear with that that front end stuff because and and, yeah. and overly detailed probably too because then yeah. you know they have a chance to really kind of understand what it is that they're purchasing because yeah I, I certainly am at fault there too you know I'm an Amazon shopper I'm a Prime sure. uh, member and and you know there's been times where it's like eh, gosh Amazon just makes it so easy for me to return this uh, you know in in most other circumstances I might not do that but it just wasn't what I expected and um, you know I, I actually bought a uh, at a, bought a book from them last yeah. week and it showed up and it was in the little bubble mailer, but somehow the, the flap had gotten folded over. So I had a big crease down the front of the, this, this book. And, yeah. you know, again, it just probably got jostled around in, in shipping or whatnot, sure. but the book was a gift for somebody. So I just reached out to Amazon and I said, you know, Hey, here's the deal. It's not bad enough that I need to return it. You know, it's a book that I, I you know, so I'm going to end up keeping mm -hmm. it for myself, but I just, you know, can you give me a little bit of help here so I can 
buy another book that I'm going to give as a gift. And um, I mean, it, it took like 30 seconds. The guy's like, okay, I just refunded the whole thing to your, your account. And uh, thank you very much. Anything else I can do for you? I was like, Oh, okay. I just yeah. wanted like five bucks, you know? So I felt a little bit better about myself, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they gave me the whole thing back. So yeah, that, that, that's a really important point is that Amazon's going to, yeah. but that's, that's what their core is. That's what their passion is. You know, that's what Absolutely. Jeff Bezos has said, you know, they're out to be the number one customer service uh, brand in the world, you know? So that, that's, and that's how you do it. <laughs> and there's nothing There's nothing wrong with it. The thing is that going in, you have to realize that you're need, going to need to set your margins at a level that you can absorb the need of doing this sort of stuff. Yeah. Plus, if you're doing fulfilled by Amazon, you have to remember that there are fees. You first have to ship it there and you're paying to ship it to their distribution centers. Okay. If things don't move and they sit on the shelf, there's a cubic foot price for ah. things that are sitting on that shelf. And especially if they're not moving, if they're not moving, eventually you'll get extended uh storage fees so gotcha. this is not for the faint of heart it's not for large cheap items with low uh, margins so it's not for everything and it's and it may not even always be for apparel items or definitely not always for the custom side of that yeah um, what i can imagine myself is if you've got contracting like i did say with keller williams it might make sense to put in some things for let's say you have things that are keller williams branded not things you're going to put a name on but things that have just a brand they're pre-packaged yeah. It's a retail style product, but then sell it at retail style prices. Correct. You, you're not going to go in as a, you know, a decorator wholesaler and do that stuff. It's cool. probably not the market for you. This is a retail store and the, whatever you decide to sell there needs to be a retail product. Interesting. Cool. Okay. Well, that's really good information to know for sure. So um, real quick question for you here from, from one of the listeners from Cheryl. Uh, yeah. She says, how much budget do you need? Yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's yeah, a I know it's a tough one. Question. But, um, yeah. It's a super fuzzy question because it really depends on the item that you're selling. Um, and you're definitely going to want to advertise. Yeah. I'll say this with a very large income coming out of Amazon. Um, my advertising budget is pretty minor. Um, okay. And this, this is what I'll say. If you are working with the sponsored products, yeah. sponsored products, which gives you a close match, somebody's looking for a product that's very similar to yours or yours, but it puts you up at the top row of products that has a really high rate of return, at least for us and from mm -hmm. the people I've talked to. And, um, you know, I'd say your average cost uh, for us, the average cost per per um, click or the cost of advertising on it is, you know, it wavers between four and 6%. It's really great. It's fantastic. Um, but we have to realize that when you're marketing out, say, okay, I need to make sure there's another 10% in there for marketing Yeah. On my, in my pricing. When you go in, set your pricing and go, okay, what are my storage rates going to be? It depends. It really is a, it's a measurement of cubic feet of volume you take up. Okay. And, but that does change. The thing is, if you have a ton of volume, like I've got some, some of our products are popular enough that we are going to start qualifying for um, breaks on pricing. If I can keep enough stock so that multiple DCs can fulfill it. That's ah. something that most decorators are not going not gonna to have problems with. Plus, the thing is, I'm going to suggest for a lot of you folks, you're probably not wanting, want to go to Fulfilled by Amazon. Okay. Um, once you're fulfilling by Amazon, they're doing the shipping and everything. That's great. And it is great that they can handle that. But it means that you have to maintain um, stock in a way that you wouldn't have to for yourself. And you can't do things like decorate on the fly. So Fulfilled by Amazon is a different animal. Um, yeah. Definitely check out, though, what those fees are going to be per item first and calculate it that way. Your budget isn't so much about what you need because I would have to know how many products you want to put in your line. I'd have to know what you're expecting. Are you trying to offer you know, shipping in a certain way and yeah. what kind of marketing you put in behind it? I would say for me, 
make sure you've got 10% that you want to give to marketing on Amazon. Okay. If you don't market, people don't buy. If okay. you do sponsored product marketing, I think that is a really great place to go. You can do brand marketing as well, but I don't find it to be nearly as profitable as attacking keywords and getting sponsored products for near matches and sometimes white broader matches. Those things are near and broad matches with more money on near than broad for us has been the strategy that works the best. Cool. Cool. This is what I love about Eric is I can throw any question at him anytime and he'll go, eh, it's kind of fuzzy. And then you'll get a ton of information still. So I love I still it. didn't give you a number. So I feel bad. No, but no. Uh, yeah, it's uh, for me, the, the big but thing you is like all that... the pieces that you need to, to figure it out. So Cheryl, thank yeah, you so sure. much for the question, Eric. Thanks for yeah. handling that. Keep, keep them coming, by the way, guys. I, oh, absolutely. Uh, we got them, you know, we're, 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 like I said, we'll figure it out. We might not know exactly, but we'll figure it out. So, um, all right. So you you kind of already alluded to this slightly, and I, and I want to dig into that part a little bit more because you kind of mentioned, you know, for, for decorators, for custom mm -hmm. stuff, it, it, A, is maybe not totally ideal, but, or is there a, a different way to kind of tackle it? Obviously, the fulfill by Amazon is a whole different beast and, and that is more of a, a stock kind of thing but but is there some opportunities for people that do some custom work and things like that what where do you see there here's what i'll say the, the where the reason there may be some opportunities there is because so few people are on it yeah the problem is that amazon also has its own uh, engine for that stuff Correct. it has merch by amazon so they they may not be your best partner for that can you do it yes you can do things in that space especially for filling your fulfilling yourself because you can add a product option that doesn't really have to kick back that much information to you or you can deal with contacting them yeah. outside of the initial sale the only problem with that is you do have to be very careful with what you can do with your contacts amazon does control what you can and can't put in your listing and what you can and can't email to the client and uh -huh. what information you can have from them. So you are, you have a lot of your, your hands are tied in a lot of ways. Yeah, and that doesn't yeah. mean you can't get around things that you need to get done, but they're very careful about contact information being with you. They're very careful about you uh, remarketing or moving traffic away from Amazon to your mm -hmm. own site. Yeah. And they are careful about um, links, links to outside uh, <laughs> entities or outside uh, yeah. web stores. And so if you think that you're going to have a, a listing and then link it to a forum on your website and then complete it from there, no, you're not, not with any uh, ease. It's going yeah. to be a, a kludgy job at best that you can do to make that stuff work. Gotcha. So gotcha. Is there some opportunity there? I think there is. I'll be honest and say it's not what I'm doing. So I'm not, that's not where I'm putting most of my efforts right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think there is some opportunity there. What's all, where I think there are also maybe some opportunity is in um, pre sales or if you're, especially if you're in the digital market or sublimation, something like yeah. that, selling things like resort wear, event stuff, th shirts that are based on a particular. Um, I, we've seen these things, these kind of like a viral thing comes yeah. up and somebody starts selling. I can imagine doing that. The only thing you have to watch out for that is that Amazon also has some limits as to um, how quickly things like coupon codes, you want to do a coupon via Amazon, which actually shows in your listing. It's very powerful coupon marketing. So remember that if you're selling huh. there, because cool. you do, you get a little tag that actually shows a coupon, a little orange bar that everyone looks for yeah. and it makes a big difference. But if you're selling with coupons, it takes six hours from when you initiate that coupon for it to go live. Huh. Okay. So, so if you're the kind of person ahead. doing like fast viral marketing, yeah, you have a six hour window before a coupon can go live. And if you cut the coupon off, something goes wrong, like you've put that coupon too high, you're not happy what you did. You have six hours after you cut it off before it takes off. Before so off. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? 
head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Yeah. You have to think a little bit ahead when you're working with Amazon because even yeah. the marketing takes a little bit and all of the content, because they are a walled garden of the highest order, yeah. all of the content is scrubbed. When you put up, say, that I told you guys about the extended branded content out there yeah. where you can have that whole page of uh, wonderful content about your business or your brand or yeah. the item that's underneath the listing. I actually um, have uh, you know, oh, our, our storefront. Yeah. yeah In fact, you know what you should do? Go ahead and click on one of the items and scroll down and we'll look at that extended branded content real quick. But even this, the storefront that I built for this thing, um, Everything about it has to be vetted and it took 48 hours for, for that to go up and changes take anywhere from 15 minutes to 48 hours. And then if you click on any one of these items, doesn't really matter which, and start scrolling down toward the bottom after all the reviews, after everything else that's there, you're going to see this, which is extended branded content. And this extended branding content, you really don't get to tell them how the focus of things look. You have some templates you can use, but, um, in those templates, you have a little bit of leeway, not a ton. And when you submit them, if they don't like the resolution of the image, if you have too much text in your images, if they don't like the way your text is, if you're using too many exclamation points, and I'm not lying, that is a real thing. <laughs> so if, you just, if you're making <laughs> claims that are weird, yeah, yeah. if you just go, this is the best version of X thing that has ever been, making claims like that will literally have them bounce it back to you and say, come on back, do something else, change this, we don't approve. So there's there's a lot of control that they're going to exert on you when you put things up. So no matter what it is that you put up there, and I mean, there are tons of people selling decorated garments or items, um, patch sales. There's a ton of literally just black marrowed edge patches with a white saying on them selling for about $5 a piece. And I know how much those things cost to make. People are making quite a lot of money and they're nice. just spamming as many of these things on there. And some of them are done with um, mock-up previews. So they may not even be ordered by the time nice. you get them there. Okay. All right. So I think that's, that's kind of a thing you can do. You can, like I said, there are other ways to do uh, custom decorated stuff on there. I think that it's probably not necessarily Amazon's strong suit, at least yeah. in the format of the main store, but the main store, the reason why it's so powerful is there's so many eyes on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really great point that you make there, Eric, is that, you know, I think people are looking at Amazon as like a marketing tool, mm -hmm. but that's, that's not the case. I mean, yes, there's a lot of eyeballs there, mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's, it's a selling tool. It's a platform to sell stuff that's done now. Yeah. Like you said, you can do a little bit of, um, you know, with pick the gift, we've got a few customers that are, are using Amazon and, and still doing some personalization and things like that, sure. but it just doesn't get the, doesn't get the hits that they get in, in other, other places, because like you said, you know, Amazon is going to control their world. You know, this is, this, this is to me like going to some slumlord that has a piece of property and, and building a billion dollar mansion on that rented piece of property and then going, well, how come they won't let me do this? It's like, no, you got to buy your own property and get people. But that's, uh, you know, um, so. uh, it, it is a marketing tool in that, you get so many eyes that it helps your brand, especially if you have your own store yeah. and your branding on Amazon is the same branding you have on your own store. You will see a trickle of interest from Amazon to your own store. Yeah. If you have a product line that you're branding on Amazon, even if you don't have you can, the same offerings and you have custom stuff on the other side, you can use it as a bit of a leader, but it's not direct. Yeah. You're literally expecting people who go into the Amazon marketplace to then search you later and find it. Will you get some attention? Sure. 
but yeah. it's not it isn't the kind of feeder we you probably want um for sure and okay. admittedly it really does take marketing money to make amazon move i think and it, you have to have some area where you don't see a ton of competition if you go in there with something that when you search on amazon everyone has you're going to want to be more focused than that because it's just it's such a cluttered marketplace and it's driven by price the buy box rules everything gotcha. if you're in the same category as someone or if you have the same product someone else has and you have to be careful with that you could end up where someone who does own branding collapses your products together if you like let's say you decided for some reason to say i'm doing custom work and i'm going to sell a gildan blah t-shirt if someone who owns the brand for that say gildan was playing on amazon i don't know with if they were or not and they say oh no yes that's all the same t-shirt and we're the owners of the brand they can fold your listing into theirs ah. and then the information from their listing overwrites yours and maybe you're down on the side as a potential seller for this object but now you are competing for the buy box on the same item that other people are selling so there's there are quite a lot of hang-ups to amazon that make it like i said i think it's more critical for people who want to have their own lines or who want to do something that is customized that has more branding involved you can't you're not just going to sell widgets and then put logos on them which is that way we think in the decorator space you need to sell the decorated thing that has a theme already in pl in place, I think, to make it work. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that's awesome stuff. All right. Uh, real quick here, Chuck says, what is the link to I want to watch on the PC? Uh, Chuck, just go to uh, facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info. And uh, it should be actually the, the live video right at the top of that that's uh, pumping through right now. All right, Eric. <laughs> well, so th this has been great on, on the Amazon stuff. I, I, I just want to yank a little bit more out of you here and and so does linda sure. and so linda and i are on the same page with with our question so i'm just going to use hers uh what can you recommend for custom decorated items you know maybe it's outside of amazon what, what uh uh yeah honestly for me it's more about doing that through your own site i would yeah. want to own my own property for that and we Full disclosure, everybody knows I worked at Deco Network previously. Deco mm -hmm. Network is a great solution. I do like it very much, especially for embroidery stuff. But honestly, uh, even the folks at Inksoft now, they have added embroidery. They're great too. There's tons of platforms that are made for decorated apparel. Um, those are probably the best, in my opinion, if you're going to run this as a custom decoration shop. Yeah. Honestly, for all of the company stores I talked about earlier, including that Keller Williams store, I ran my own shops and I used Magento, PrestaShop, any of the any number of these standard yep. in Shopify, any Shopify, of those solutions. Shopify yep. is the big one right now, big commerce. Yep. Um, any of those are going to be great for honestly everything up to and including. Um, I've got an image that's already there, say, like we said, the Keller Williams logo, but I want to put my name under it, my DBA name, something else, just a small amount of um, customization. Those can all be done pretty readily, even if they don't do live previewing in one of these other shopping cart systems. And you can do that with any, you know, any sort of e-commerce system that you sign up for will be capable enough to do that kind of work. Yeah. You want to do things where people are uploading their own files if they're dealing with, uh, you know, screens, colors, um, decoration area, embroidery, especially because it's a very different way that things are quoted. I would really look into a solution that specifically works with um, decorated apparel because it just, it is so much easier to go from that base that's already there. Now, as people have also had things built, but that's really big time. If we're talking small to medium business, and this is Small Business Saturdays, uh, signing up for an entry plan on one of the decorator specific websites is probably gonna serve you better just because the amount of setup 
that you don't have to do yeah. <laughs> is something you guys don't know how much custom setup and how much custom code went into just really basic updates for the kind of sites where I just wanted to add names and any sort of live previewing, the kind of stuff that I had to do to torture a site that's not meant for apparel decorators into working for it is not worth it. It's much yeah. better to spend your time marketing to, if you if you feel like you're not gonna be able to pay for that solution, either it's not time for you yet yeah. to be on this at all, or you need to start your marketing and selling people on that solution. Because as you know, I talked about company stores. Why do company stores first before we did our own custom store? Yeah, Because I could sell the company store as a as a product in itself, literally charging for the company store from uh, from the company or from the corporate entity, yeah. or I can sell it as, hey, this makes it really easy for your people to order. And we were selling all of those things at retail style prices, not wholesale style prices. The only time we did wholesale type pricing on those company stores was with the uh, medical industry. And that's because we were getting vouchers prepaid from the companies. Cool. And cool. even then, with payments coming in with justification of if we have dead stock items that after six months, you guys are taking them all and yeah. you're paying for them contracts in place, sales done ahead of time before we launch sites. Nice. So that kind of stuff is, there is some risk management you can do some mitigation and that stuff you can do. Definitely look at apparel specific websites first. If you're going to do the custom decorated stuff, you want people to upload, you want them to enter names, you want to show embroidery yeah. as embroidery on a shirt go to one of those places first. That's going to be better for you by far than going to Amazon or anywhere else, if you ask me. Um, okay. Aside from, I mean, there's a potential for merch, but merch is a different platform that has more to do with uh, content creators than than what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So um, let, let's uh, just rewind just a, just a hair. Sure, Adam sure. Uh, said uh, he he just, ju just jumped in, maybe he missed it. And I think we kind sure, of sure. talked about this, but let's let's just make sure we're, we're clear on what we talked about here. So do you recommend shipping products to Amazon and having them fulfill the orders? So kind of re retell us that. Yes, yes cautiously, yes. <laughs> cautiously, yes. Yeah. Um, if you have a product that has enough broad appeal that you think it's going to make a splash. Yeah, I, I see no problem doing it. Also, you have to think about uh, if you don't have fulfillment on board in-house ready to go. If you're someone who's not doing fulfillment all the time, you don't have somebody dedicated to doing fulfillment who knows how to do shipping, who can bang this stuff out, uh, who you can train to handle the back end of Amazon because you're going to be working in Amazon's back end, especially as a small to medium where you're not integrating a bunch of uploaded you know, sheets are going to be working in their stuff. Yeah. If you don't have that, um, you know, that might be a little harder. I, I think that the, the deal the deal is this. It's actually fairly easy to do. It costs a bit. And Amazon has a lot of control over where they want your items. And if you don't have a large number of items, they may ask you to literally ship single items into different DCs that are closer to people around the country. Hmm. And you can refuse that, but it then makes your shipping time slower and things like shipping time go along with uh, cost and discounts when you're looking at winning a buy box or showing up in someone's searches. Nice. So okay. fulfilled by Amazon gets the shipping to them faster. It also means if there are shipping errors, if someone returns via shipping error and gives you a bad rating, Amazon will nullify the bad rating if because they're the ones who are responsible for the shipping. Uh -huh. So that's that's good. So you get because some if protection. something doesn't that's... get some in time, you yeah. get a little bit of protection. Cool. But you pay a fair amount for it. Okay. Um, so if your margins are really low, no. If you're doing wholesale style sales, no. I think that these things have to be seen as, imagine if you're one of the decoration shops that's doing like retail style gift shop type 
fulfillment yeah. where you're doing fairly high margins, I think that you can make money there, especially if you have a niche market where people are going to be searching for something and you can get pretty focused on what you're selling and sell somebody something that's for, for something very specific where you don't have a lot of you know competition at space, then yeah, you can get a higher margin for it. And with that higher margin means you can let, you can lay it back and let Amazon do the work, but then what you need to be doing, the work you will be doing instead is the work of marketing, entering things in Amazon, making sure your content's good and yeah. a little bit of the, you know, like I said, the mojo that it takes to work in the back end of keywords and sponsored <laughs> products and all that. Um, yeah. That's now where you're going to be putting your energy. Energy is still going to go into this thing. It depends on if you want that energy to be taping up boxes or if you want that energy to be marketing. Nice. Um, and even then, even when you fulfill with Amazon, you'll still be preparing shipping manifests. You're still going to be labeling everything with Amazon specific barcodes. So remember that too. You will be barcoding everything and packaging everything. Uh, and you're going to be sending to the DCs they tell you. So it doesn't eliminate the work, but definitely when you're talking about prime members, which are really a big focus for them. And when you're talking about winning that buy box, the fulfilled by Amazon people have an edge on you always. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that but makes remember, a lot of sense. My yeah. box is for those products that where you have an overlap. If your product is, is original and people are finding it because it's a unique description, unique product. Um, even if that unique product is because you've described it in a unique way and made your own skew for it, um, then you're not doing that buy box fighting. Buy box fighting is when you have a product that other people may also have in some way. Like I said, that wholesale stuff, not as easy to, yeah, to break yeah. in. Okay. All right. So that's really good. Yeah, I think uh, cover that, Adam, if uh, if there's any other questions. Yeah, there you go. So Adam says, great info. Thanks, Eric. Um, so perfect. Deal. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, you know, we have done our, our job of going over <laughs> 30 minutes. time. <laughs> yeah, we bonus time. We got lots of bonus time because I I've got more stuff here. So okay, um, yeah, I'm good till you're done. Okay, cool. when you get tired of having me on, we're, we're we'll be good. We'll try not to make it like a full all right, <laughs> full like that episode yeah, here. But good. you know, yeah, I was just checking to make sure my wife and son were uh, not to, to giving me dirty looks or anything. But we're, we're not good. yet. Okay, no, no, we're no, they're they're awesome. All right, so sure, I want to ask about you know, you and I have had some personal conversations offline about hyper-targeting and, and some of that stuff. Yes. And and so, yeah. so I, I want to get a little bit into that. So give me your take, you know, whether this is uh, hyper-targeting through Google or, or even, you know, what we're talking about here with Amazon and what does that mean and, and how can we use that to our advantage? Uh, this is what I'll say for, for my money. And now I'm talking about the product that I'm working with now. I'm selling a software product right now, mm -hmm. but this is still what I did when I was doing targeting for um, custom apparel, especially the company stores. What I mean by hyper-targeting is actually two things. Number one, okay. not, and this isn't the hyper-targeting part. This is just the general description part. People have a terrible tendency in the decorative apparel world to describe things in a very mechanical way or to copy the description from a catalog page. <laughs> Don't copy the description from Sandbar. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, so did I. The thing is, even if you do, go back into that description, rewrite some things, and add some other information. But when you're talking about something like Amazon or you're trying to sell something direct, maybe you want a niche market, the description of the item should have something to do with the niche market just as much as the rest of the website. And what I mean by that is when we're doing a description for something like back in the day, the, the company stores, I went in and did lifestyle descriptions, very much like you have lifestyle images. I would talk about the way what a shirt was good for. I didn't just put up a shirt that said this shirt is an athletic shirt. It's a yeah. wicking shirt, moisture wicking, blah, blah, blah. blah. 
what I would do in the end of that description is say, this is a great shirt for going to the gym. It follows you from your day, you know, looks good in the office, but can be taken out on the, you know, on the golf course. Yeah. Having all those keywords in natural language was actually very valuable to us inside the site search and externally through Google. And then also when you go to market this stuff, let's say you have an item you really want to push, you might want to put a small chunk of direct budget towards say Google, any search engine, whatever you're doing, or just, uh, targeting on Amazon for keywords where, yeah, you might have a shirt that's a polo shirt that we all understand is a whatever. It is a sport shirt. It is a button up yep. shirt. It is an yep. athletic shirt. Go back and target keywords that are specifically about golf. A shirt for golf or say you've got a generic T-shirt. Go target family reunion T-shirts. Go target, you know, sell or make a specific item and call that item a family reunion T-shirt. Even if you're going to decorate it anywhere, anyway, hit that in the tags, put that in the description, throw that in the alt tags for the images put something in there that makes it targeted or sell that item very specifically or have a landing page. That's the other thing you can do. Have pages in your store. Say you have your own store. You can even have pages that are not categorized, that are not locked into the front page where it's just all the custom stuff that are landing pages that are specific, that have language specific to the use case for the piece that you're using and then market to that use case on Google. Yeah. Make that description, put a smaller portion of the budget. You don't put the same amount of budget that you would for your whole custom decoration website. You throw a chunk of budget directly at family reunion t-shirts and then you write a description that's very specifically about family reunion t-shirts because when people search for shirts, customers don't say, I want a Gildan X. They don't want, <laughs> they don't say that. They don't ever ask for it. Yeah. And sometimes even now when people know better, we still do that. We'll still put up a big chunk of whatever t-shirts or, and they don't also say, I'm looking for a 50, 50 poly cotton t-shirt. That's about six ounces. Nobody is ever, nobody's looking for that. Yeah. No one ever looks for that. They look for, I got a, I've got a family reunion coming up and I want to look for a family reunion t-shirt. I mean, any more yeah. than when we're looking up for repairs on our cars that we look for the part number. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. We yeah. don't do that. I, I don't need a Michelin, whatever. I need a tire for my, tire. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, that's why they have to have all the selection lists and drop downs and crap. I mean, because there's some things you can't do that for. It's like, but at the same time, you might say, I want a racing tire. I want a out, you know, four wheel drive tire. I want something to go do a specific kind of work. Yeah. You think about the use case. You don't think about the item. Yeah. So invariably when people go to do their listings or go to do their advertising, they advertise really broadly. And that means you're fighting for the most eyes where if you get somebody who's searching, plus that's the thing, if they're searching for something very specific, that means they've got something they want to buy now they are already down the funnel a little bit by the time they hit you. Because yeah. they're like, if you're looking for, I want to look for, I don't know, I thought about doing some t-shirts. Is there a t-shirt guy in town? That guy's higher in the funnel than someone who's like, I've got a family reunion in two weeks and I've got to find a place to get that t-shirt now. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Family reunion t-shirts is a use case we've already thought about. So for, for me, it, and that's worked in different ways. We've also done things like um, specific features of a thing dial down and say, if you've got a t-shirt that is great, it's specifically an awesome gym t-shirt, even though it's a t-shirt for anything, market it as a workout t-shirt and write content that's based in that, even if you have its own little page and push hard and see where you go. You'd be surprised how much of that brings in people with specific use cases and you can actually get them out to more general use cases. You might turn them into a full customer that does branding for everything or other departments. But that first thing they look for is, you know, how can I get a t-shirt with my gym name on it? Or yeah. how can I get, you know, a specific kind of garment for something that's, you know, very special, especially if you do anything specialized. Like uh, if you do stuff for firefighters and you have fire resistant thread and decorations, don't sell workwear, sell 
firefighter t-shirts yeah. or sell firefighter you know jackets yeah. sell things for you do that because the same stuff also uh, we used to do the same stuff for firefighters as people who worked on electric lines yeah so sell linemen's gear <laughs> And that, it that's can still perfect. be the same item for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you. A, uh, I'm going to jump in with two things here. First, I'll, sure, the more sure. kind of over overall. I I love exactly what you're saying there. I think it's huge. Um, in fact, it's something that I always have to think about too. And I think kind of to sum up a lot of it, talk about what the solution is that you're providing, not what the product is. So if I had a flat tire. I wouldn't be searching for what kind of wrench is going to be used to change that flat tire. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for somebody that can change that flat tire for me. So I'm going to search for fix my tire. I'm not going to yeah. search for lug wrench, you know, oh, totally. and, and, and I think that's where we get stuck as, as, as marketers, as decorators, people that are wearing a lot of hats as small businesses, we're so focused on what we're doing, you know, that we've got the Gildans and, Oh, I got to make sure I call Sanmar tomorrow. And I got to, you know, get this uh, new thread and, and all this other stuff that we're thinking about the technical nuts and bolts of it. Our customers aren't, they, they, Not at all. they come to us because we are thinking about that stuff. So, so that's, I, I, I love that you said that. And I appreciate you, you saying that I wanted to give <laughs> you a, a, a use case here and an sure. idea. So at pick the gift, um, you know, we sell a lot of blankets and uh, we have a lot of people doing baby stuff. And, and, and so that's certainly a, a niche. And so we have a, a baby blanket and it's marketed as a baby blanket. Well, we also have some customers that do a lot of pet stuff too, because that's the <laughs> other baby that people have is, is their pets. And um, so, you know, the pet people are, we're using that same baby blanket as a pet blanket. Well, guess what? We weren't getting the pet people. Uh, we were wow. getting the baby people because it was a baby blanket. So the exact same product has a new part number, new description. And yep. instead of being baby blanket, whatever, 3040, it is pet blanket, 3040, same yep. product, same, you know, same decorating technique, same sublimation, same, all of that. Uh, yep. You know, but that, that's all it takes, you know, so think about those products that you have that you're marketing a certain way that could be marketed to somebody else and 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 there you go so anyhow we're way that off the so, rails eric <laughs> you know i don't think we are because i think that is absolutely critical you can do the same thing with amazon if you go to amazon try and sell a t-shirt you'll know how to sell it if you sell a t-shirt that's for a certain thing you you have a much higher chance because people go yeah. in like you said use cases first and that's something i actually used to campaign against when i was first writing websites the first websites i ever did all of my employers said tell them how many heads of embroidery we have and i'm like <laughs> do you think anyone gives a damn that we have 68 heads of embroidery nobody cares i mean it sounds yeah. nice it sounds cool it sounds big yeah. but it's like it's this leftover like 1980s corporate speak we're like yeah. we're trying to show how big and corporate we are and yeah. no one cares at all about that anymore no one cares how big your shop really is they might be impressed by it show some pictures and that's great but when they're down to we're talking about inbound marketing they're searching for an item they don't care yeah. They honestly, the sad thing is they kind of sometimes don't care that you're the best either. Yeah. Um, people will say, oh, well, I talk about all my quality. I'm like, lip service for that's great. Do a little bit of that. What they really want to see is something that's really targeted as a solution for what they need. And you're totally dead on with the pet blanket thing. We've done, yeah. I've done very similar marketing calls where, you're, like I said, same garment was for the linemen and the firefighters because they were both fire resistant garments. They were yeah. both made for that, that polo shirt that goes under their other gear. Um, it just has to be a certain, you know, fiber content. The decoration has to be done a certain way. Yeah. 
same shirt, two different, yeah. once again, two different SKUs, uh, yeah. two different names, two different listings, and definitely different copy, different writing. Uh, more marketing starts with writing than people are ever ready for. Totally. They don't think about it. Writing is a big deal. Nice. Cool. Well, man, great stuff there, Eric. Uh, yeah, we, we went there. <laughs> anybody, if anybody has any other questions, let us know. So, Eric, I'm going to pop sure. up over here because uh, I, I know you've got lots of stuff going on. We talked a little bit about uh, in brilliance. Anything else that you can share? Like I said, I like to squeeze as much out of you as I can. <laughs> what I will say is, and this is like a soft rollout right now, we're going to be talking about it more as we come out, but we've just come out of our latest beta. Okay. So there's more things coming with that, but what it means is a lot of these features we were testing in beta over at Embrilliance are now out there. So anybody who's an embroiderer who's watching this right now, um, if you got interested in the Embrilliance software at all, and like I've always told people, even if you're running another software and you're looking for a second software, you want to train somebody or have something at home to play with, um, I we don't we don't care what else you run. We like to have all the people in the tent. Um, we've got a bunch of new features coming out, and one of the ones I'm excited about. Um, there's so many I can't tell you all, but you can go on the Embrilliance <laughs> website and the Embrilliance news uh, page has all this stuff but one of the really cool ones i've been working a lot with is uh, the ability to publish your own custom uh scalable fonts cool. if you're at the top level of our digitizing which is massive uh, other software programs it costs as much as our program costs entirely to add that module to their software wow um, whereas we're going to let you be able to publish your own fonts both for your own use so you can make your digitized fonts into keyboardable typed fonts and for you to publish them for sale to other people who use our software so wow. we actually have that with um, what I believe is probably an industry first. It's got full on uh, rights management so you can keep people from republishing. Cool. So that's kind of a, a cool thing too. So you actually, first time I've ever seen DRM. I know DRM is a dirty word, but for digitizers, we know how much people like to take our stuff. So um, all right, a little well, bit should... of DRM sometimes yeah, is right. nice. You can tell people not to republish your stuff. Gotcha. But yeah, gotcha. that's that's one of the cool things coming out. So there's that coming. And I'll just tell people if you're interested in me for the embroidery training, which I'm mostly known for, um, just keep a watch at ericcampbell.com because yeah. there's it looks like there's going to be maybe one or two more events this year that I usually don't do. You guys usually only see me in the spring season. I'm probably going to be out again two more times. Oh. Um, but those things aren't aren't fully announced yet. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. We have some things locked down for the next week or so. It's just, it's just <laughs> you and I, Eric. You can tell me. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know better than that. Uh, <laughs> Somebody out there is listening. Yeah, just, just one more drink, Eric. Just one more drink. <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. Uh, some people who have never seen me out toward the east, there may be a chance I'll be out east again, which I've only been. I really only worked east once in all this training, all right. um, and I may be going back to the eastern side of the country again one more time. So we'll we'll kind of let you guys know when we know more. It may, may may not happen, but if it does, you heard it here first. Cool, awesome. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. I'll take that little nugget. I appreciate that. All right, Eric. Well, any anything else that we missed, or uh, should you should we get back to our Saturdays here? <sighs> I guess we can get back to our Saturdays. I mean, I'm going to get back to work. I know some yeah, most of you exactly. folks out there are like me, but yep. um, what I will say is, uh, if you if you guys like this and you're not already two regular guys, people, you know, come on over. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be on. I'm oh, just right. again. Yes, I'm let's, taking Terry's seat next Friday. Yeah. So yeah, what's happening next Friday on Two Regular Guys? Next Friday on Two Regular Guys, we're going to have Henry Ma of Rakoma. And uh, this is a guy who really knows his stuff. And uh, if you have not seen it, Rakoma is really doing a lot in the way of content and uh, education and marketing. So it's going to be really interesting to see the kind of stuff he talks about. And I'm probably going to, I'm sure I will put Henry on the spot a couple of times. We'll see if I, <laughs> how much he likes that. But tworegularguys.com and to see us at the on uh, Facebook, join us live on Friday morning. Uh, and I'll be taking over for Terry and uh, doing a very embroidery-focused episode. So yep. you stitchers, show up. 
it should take, be cool. Taking over for Terry, taking over for me. I'll just be sitting there going, you guys know a lot of stuff. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, all right, Eric, have yourself a great rest of your afternoon, and uh, we'll talk to you Absolutely. on Friday. Uh, we'll talk to you then, sir. Thanks for yeah, having me. Let's do this again on Friday. This, this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, man. <laughs> awesome, dude. Take care. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Love, love having Eric there. And uh, we always have a blast. And I love talking to him. And boy, I, I just, I, I learned a ton. That was, uh, that was incredible. Um, you know, I, I think it's really interesting what Amazon presents to us in, in a sense of, of marketing. You know, again, it's how you look at it. It, it It's not necessarily a marketing tool. I think it's a sales tool, but it, like Eric mentioned, there's just so many eyeballs. There's so many people going there that you have to understand it at least. And you have to participate at some level there, I think. So, um, you know, getting to know that a little bit, I think is really important for, uh, for everybody. And hopefully we were able to, uh, when I say we, I mean, Eric <laughs> was able to give you, uh, some information to get that, uh, get that started. So, um, any questions that come up, feel free to, to hit me up. There's my website there. Just go to AaronMontgomery.info. You'll see uh, about me, contact me, whatever. You can find me anywhere, and I'll try to find an answer, I'll, or I'll probably send it to Eric. <laughs> and he just gave me the thumbs up. Cool. So good stuff there. You, you know, one other person on the, I was just thinking of when I'm talking about Amazon, um, and I'm going to see if I can uh, – uh, track him down here, but uh, guy's name's Chris Bernay, and uh, he's uh, one of the co-founders of Vapor Apparel. It's a sublimation uh, blankets and things like that. But uh, he also, uh, their business also, they do um, a a line of like fishing sublimated all over kind of stuff, and and they've for a long time have been killing it with that line over on Amazon. And he's talked about it quite a bit. So uh, I've, I've always tried to encourage him to like do a class or something like that on it. But uh, another great resource uh, there for, for those of you that are decorators want to do a, a preprint line, something like that. So good stuff there. Okay. Well, let's, let's get on out of here. Uh, Terry says Amazon delivers beer and wine. Uh, cheers to that. I don't have a beer in front of me. I need to just a moment. I will. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so AaronMontgomery.info. Let me make sure a couple other little quick house cleaning things to get you guys uh, going where, where we want to go here. Um, at my website, if you go to slash marketing, uh, I am, I've spent a lot of time on this this morning, actually. So I'm getting a lot closer to having actual details to publish. Uh, and uh, if you don't get on this list before I actually publish where you sign up, uh, you will it'll be a lot harder to find the discounts for this. So I'm going to be doing a webinar and it looks like trying to figure out exactly the right amount of time to do it, but uh, probably about three hours. It's going to be on digital marketing. That's called becoming a digital marketing superhero. Um, you know, I started off with uh, email and social media as kind of some modules within that, but uh, also just in looking at some of the surveys and stuff that I, and information that I've gotten from folks and questions that they have, uh, I think I'm also going to have a module in there about building websites, both e-commerce a little bit, but just kind of the overall strategy of, of building a website and why it's important, like we talked about with Eric here today, why it's important to have your own property that you can get people to. So, uh, you know, 
you, you can't build on Facebook, you can't build on Amazon and then be surprised when all of a sudden they change the rules and it doesn't work in your advantage. You know, so you got to take responsibility for your business and have your own property site. So we're going to talk about websites. We're going to talk about uh, SEO a little bit. going to take some information that uh, I've garnered from Eric, uh, learned along the way, good stuff that uh, I've gotten from Will Hankey over at Red Canoe Media and kind of package that into a module too. So those will be the, the three main modules in this training. And uh, like I said, just get signed up there, aaronmontgomery.info, that'll get you on the email list to get uh, discounts. You'll be the first ones to uh, be able to sign up for it. I am gonna limit it because I think, um, in fact, no, I'm taking the word think out of there, sorry. I am doing it as a Zoom opportunity. So we'll have some kind of pre-recorded video a little bit. We'll do some presentation and then we'll have uh, questions and answers. So uh, I've got to limit it down to a certain number of people because otherwise there'll be just too many things coming at me at once. Um, so uh, you'll be the first ones to get on there. Again, airmontgomery.info slash marketing. And then the last thing that I wanted to share with you before I finally let you go is uh, th this program is coming out every Saturday as a podcast. A new episode is, is released over here at Small Business Saturdays. That's with an S, Saturdays with an S, podcast.com. So I'd love for you to get over there and uh, whatever is your podcast app of choice, uh, you can subscribe. Just click on one of the episodes and down below you'll find every single possibility from RSS feed to Apple, to Google, to tune in, to uh, Spotify, to all of those things. Uh, so sign up for that so you can catch these when you're not at your computer or in front of your phone and, uh, and, and get the information. All right, guys, anything else before we go today? You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, I will look forward to uh, catching up next week. I, I, was, uh, I had my weeks mixed. I actually thought Eric was next week and Todd Dowling was this week, but I got him flipped. So Todd Downing is, uh, Dowling, Downing is joining me next week. And we're going to talk about hustle and managing our time. And, uh, you know, if this is a side business for you, or if, you know, you're, you're just a little overwhelmed, uh, how do we, how do we best budget our time and, and, and get the right things done and, and hustle and, and, uh, you know, how, how has he grown his business? So looking forward to having that conversation with Todd. So, um, yeah, I don't remember the time it'll be posted. So we'll, we'll catch it probably right around the same time. I think it's maybe an hour earlier than we did with Eric here today. So that's it. You guys are awesome. I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.